What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Love Quest podcast. You know what it is. Tune in, enjoy. Thank you for listening. Some people in here are magnifying very small issues. Some people are here going through some major stuff right now. But if it's major to you, guess what? It's major to you. What I do understand is we're in a world and we're in a time where I'm going to talk about believers. Uh, We lack the ability to fight the way God has armed us to fight, called us to fight, and created us to fight. can Can I help you? We are too passive to be warriors. Right? I'm not talking to your religion. I'm not talking to Christians. I'm talking talking to sons and daughters. I'm not talking about, I found a church to go to small group. I want community. No, I'm talking about people who are looking for kingdom. I'm talking about people who are looking to return to the original place of domination, of subduing, of sonship, of walking in authority. I'm talking about more than just pronouncing healing and healing comes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about sons and daughters that know how to dominate with a thorn in their side. I'm talking about know how to dominate in a famine, know how to dominate during a pandemic, know how to dominate when somebody break up with you. I'm not talking about, I'm talking talking about less offended believers, not easily broken, not easily moved. I'm talking about not wavering just because some some little wind blew on you. I'm talking about not church hopping, not just going from here, here, and there. I'm not talking, I'm talking about not expecting more from the pulpit than I expect from myself. I'm talking about I'm accountable to God because I'm a son. The pastor's no more accountable than I am. <laughs> you should study like I study. How you know I study? Right? And so you have to understand we're in a time, man, where the Lord is looking for soldiers. Oh, when the saints, right, right, where did that come, where did that come from? Oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, I want to be in that number. Oh, when the saints go
Spielberg got, y'all think the Lord want to take away the dances and the, where you think all that came from? We just doing it for the Lord. what y'all some of y'all don't have eyes to see bring it down bring it down real quick this is some of y'all don't have eyes to see young the youngsters you better pay attention say my man's name again one more time oswald hold up 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 oswald about to be 92 years old Some folks too into they self to miss, they just miss this moment right here. This is a, bring it down, bring it down. Bring it, bring it down. Man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help you. you. You know, maybe not so much to, you know, right? Maybe not so much to Canadian born, European but when you understand the oil in a gospel music, why even people that don't believe in Jesus, even stores that don't, but they'll play songs about Jesus around people will go, go visit a place just to hear. There's unbelievers that got gospel choirs. There's an oil. There's, there's something about the desperation and passion and dependency that which gospel music was birthed out of. You see, it, why is God, why would God, at least to me, put a 92, man, it was one time I got, I got a phone call on a Monday from the general contractors. Uh, uh, Pastor Terrence, you got somebody here to see you. And we ain't got church hours yet. Here's the phone. Guess who was on the phone? Oswald. Listen. He said, hey, Pastor Terrence, I just came down here to bring my offering. I forgot to give it yesterday. 
You know, he here an hour before service, 92. Where, where the young people at? Where the young people at? Where the cool people at? I'm talking about 92 still on fire. See, what happens is when you celebrate longevity, you reap longevity. You don't ever say it's our turn. Too many churches doing that. We do it our way. Let's get these theaters. Let's do it. We're going to do it our way. No, the Lord didn't ever say do away with the old. He just said when he's doing something new, he needs new wineskin. He didn't say throw away the old. You look in sports, every superstar has a great his, uh, uh, un, historical understanding of those that played before them. They know who's in the Hall of Fame. Church, young people, if we want to see God move, we better learn how to grab the baton in a way that honors those that set it up for us. Gospel. You know how many older people are concerned about what's next for the gospel? Because all they see is cool young people. That's scary to some people who went through war and slavery and all that they went through. No one's going to pick it up. Let, let, let their work not be in vain. Let's not be distracted with 2022 issues that we allow the enemy to steal generations of hard work that led to our freedom. Long as God give me breath in my lungs, I will guard my oil by honoring the oil that was poured out before me. Ain't nothing going on too important that we can't. And that was just, we, we didn't plan none of that, all right? Plan that. I didn't even like, we're going to do this for all's wall tonight with none of that. That just hit my spirit. I don't even know why it hit my spirit, but it hit my spirit and I'm going to just roll with it because God's doing something I can't, I don't even know what he's doing, but I'm not going to stop a blessing because I don't know. I'm preaching already, right? I don't got no slides up. Still welcome. Still welcome. Okay. So I'm preaching. Your knowing is getting away from your, getting in the way of your going. Shaka Khan, come on, hallelujah. So, so the fight, you don't get 92, you don't make it to 92 on Sky Train, suited in what they call booted. Still got the groove. We so worried about looking cool, see what I'm saying? He, he never lost his wonder. That's why he made it this far, not in a wheelchair, not hooked up to tubes. Because he doesn't lose his wonder. In Jesus' name, that's how you fight. That's how you fight. And so I was kind of <clears throat> led towards today. When it comes to the body of Christ... This is to no particular person at all. Along with Davidic praise, we got to have Davidic fight. And we don't fight well in this generation. We give up. 
we move on to the next thing. Relationship don't work out, I don't go find somebody else. Church don't work out, I don't want to talk to nobody, I'm going to just disappear. Right? Christianity didn't work out, I'm going to go try another religion. Right? We just, we just, the fight in this generation is concerning. And more than anything, I'm, I'm talking about everybody in here has something to fight for. Some of you don't have the level of peace Jesus purchased. You, you don't wait for peace to come. Peace came, died, and rose. It's yours. You appropriate. You, 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 you put it on. You put on righteousness. Your peace is not in somebody else's hands. We don't know how to fight for joy. If you looked in the spirit realm, a lot of your gates are just wide open. Just letting all kind of stuff run in and out of it. Anybody got a lock on their door? I know some of y'all live in neighborhoods. You can leave the door unlocked. Just anytime you want to just come on in, amen. I'm like, sure, me? You go, me? I'm telling you. Nah, old man gone. Old man gone. I'm, I'm old man gone. But I get caught. Nah, I'm not going to even tell you that. <laughs> but, but a city without walls, without protection, you have no chance. And our determination, the energy of determination is misdirected to stuff that God didn't call us to focus on. Everyone in here is determined to do something. You're determined to lose weight. You're determined to go to gym. You're determined to, to find a spouse. You're determined to... You, everyone's here. And do you know what kind of energy it takes to spend determination some of you get up every day because you're determined to get this education you're determined to prove somebody to somebody that you're not like this or you're not like that you're determined to lose weight you're determined to gain weight you're determined to get muscular you're determined to get your favorite car you're determined to hit a million dollars you're determined but every season requires determination to be focused on something that God has called you to focus on. Because right along with determination is delight. And whatever you're determined to do, you delight in it. And the Lord says, delight in me. And I'll give you the desires of your heart. And some of your problems in this season that you're facing is because you're determined for the wrong stuff. Some of the things that you're got you, you're caring too much about people that don't even care about themselves that much. And in the name of I'm caring, you're burnt out. What if I told you that the Lord said you're in a season to let the people you've been trying to say hello, let them go.
you're putting energy into people in the name of discipleship, in the name of caring, in the name of, well, if I don't, then who else will, God? Yeah, I joked around this morning, but I'm serious. You determine to be plant-based, plant-based or vegan, but you still stressed out about the process. You try, I say this when you try keto, mad at me because I'm eating Cheetos, <laughs> but I'm happy you stressed out being keto. And some of the things that you are trying in the name of a better life is actually causing more. What I said this morning is just make your mind up that you're going to be vegan and stop flip-flopping. Enter the rest of your decision. Well, I'm about to lose 20 pounds. Okay, decide to commit to lose 20 pounds till you lose 20 pounds. Don't lose 12 and then say, this is too much. And then midway, change the diet and the program. Commit. There's peace in commitment. We're just wavering. There's all kinds of diets. There's all kinds of religions. There's all kinds of opinions. There's all kinds of ways to make money. Just commit to purpose. And redirect some of that energy that you are putting into vain relationships. You can't make everybody happy. How many times you going to invite them to church and be disappointed they didn't show up? That's your fault. They told you no. Can you get a towel? And then they told you next week just to get you off their back this week. You notice how something keep on coming up? You need to stop coming up. telling you where are you putting your energy that the Lord is saying just for this season I need to redirect some stuff you manage your money well but do you manage your energy well do you budget your energy do, do, do you know what's the best hours of your day I'm, I'm, as much as I sometimes hate getting up in the morning, but when I do, I'm like, let's go. I'm super morning person. I just got to get up in the morning. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, what's your best performing hours? Don't give, that, that's where you need to do some of your grittiest work. In your worst hours of performance, don't give it to time thieves and people that's just draining you. Spend your weakest hours with people who that hour is their best hour. You budget your money, you got a whole little plan for your money, but your energy, you just throwing it away like you at a, at a, at a uh, make it rain club, amen. Make it rain club. Make it rain club. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> Moving right along. Amen. Welcome to Love Quest. Amen. We're still welcome in the welcome portion. All right. God is up to something. He always has been. It's about time we get in rhythm with him. And I just felt like talking to you tonight about a simple phrase, fight back. Fight back. Fight back for your peace. And what I like about the statement underneath is punch with my open, with eyes open. Some of us punch with our eyes closed, hoping we hit something. You going through life swinging at a pinata. Are you ready? Faith don't look like a pinata, although you blind. Faith looks more like Marco Polo. It is time for you to be intentional with your life. Stop waiting around for life to happen to you and make it happen. Say fight back. Come on, say fight back. Something I didn't share with this morning, I guess the Lord wanted to share it with you, so I'm just going to give it to you the way I feel. And I'm going to try to make up ground and get ahead of where we got this morning. If I rush through these first few slides, please go to the Spotify and listen to this morning. I promise you, you won't regret it. Okay? But something popped out to me. There was someone, I don't know if you you here. Yeah, you was you here. I ain't gonna say your name, I ain't gonna even look at you. But when I say it, but when I say it, you gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna know. You gonna know, you gonna know. But it's your fault that it popped up to, in my head. So your bad. So they was leaving. We was talking and they was leaving. It was just like, man, I feel like I'm right where like my breakthrough is coming. Every one of us that said that before. It didn't hit my it hit my ears different today, Elder John. And I was like, what is that, God? So he took me to a scripture. Say my breakthrough is coming. We all said that. So we a lot of times our praise is based on something we believe's coming. Martha replied, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. In other words, Martha replied, I know breakthrough is coming. <laughs> it just hit me a little different today. It just feel like breakthrough right around the corner. Which means Jesus around the corner. So who I'm standing with right now? You have to fight to live in union with Jesus in your mind. We serve a distant God all the time. Which means there's an orphan inside of you. God's coming. He going to do it. I'm going to get this. And one day, God working on me. And he, she said, I know breakthrough is coming. A great song. I know breakthrough is coming. My faith 
stop, stop. Pastor Danny babysitting, so we can't sing right now. Amen. 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 Stop, stop, stop. Amen. 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 No, no, no. Keep him, keep him on your lap. Keep him on your lap. Amen. Look, Jesus said to her, I am breakthrough. Right, that's hard to grasp. Because we, 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 man, we know that's why we love going to churches where they tell us about the history of Jesus. We just, we just, we just Bible heads. We just want to know about the history, who he was to Moses, who he was to Abraham. And then you walk away and through the week, all you can do is share with your coworkers who he was. Who he was to Moses. And don't nobody you work with look like Moses. So, so who, who is they relating to? They ask you about their teenage son. Not Moses when he was young. They saw him rocking Jordans and looking up to Drake. And you over here talking about Moses got pushed down the sea in a basket. David cut somebody's head off and the Lord still called him a man after God's own heart. How does that relate to today? Because today you can't get away with cutting somebody's head off and finding favor with God. <laughs> you say, I am myself the breakthrough. Oh. Always keep in mind the word became flesh. Always keep in mind, he sent his word to heal our disease. Always keep in mind, the word that God speaks is alive. Always remember that he sent his word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. Then the word became flesh, and then the word was crucified, and then the word got up. And then this great treasure called the word lives within and we are being attacked and persecuted on every side but not broken because the word is inside of us. So the only way that I can make understand breakthrough is not just coming but it's here is if I got a word of breakthrough in me right now. That's why praying the word, speaking the word is so important. That's why when we're doing callbacks and hollerbacks and say this with me and speak this over yourself, we're trying to trade vocabulary. Because your emotional language does not get you anywhere. That's why coming on Wednesday sometime, if you don't come to no other Wednesday, come to these next two Wednesdays. We do midweek service, but right now we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, specifically starting with self-control. And we're ending on mouth control. And how much self-control is dictated by mouth control. And if you can't control your mouth, you can't control yourself. Oh, the Bible talks about we're going to be judged. We're going to give account for every word we speak. The miracle of being able to talk. And learning how to guard the gates, the eyes, the ears, because out of my heart flows the issues of my life out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so you often get talked down from talking up (laughs) 
So if I say I'm receiving my healing, you're like, oh, you so that's church of knees or whatever we be saying, Christianese. Right? The word is Christianese. We adopt that. That's Christianese. That's religion. No, it's not. It's talking the word. What you want? Deathanese? What you want? Carnalese? Amen. Say fight back. He said, whoever believes in me, in me, the word, you got it. Wherever the word is, there is what? Come on. Wherever the word is, there is what? Wherever the word is, there's now what? Strength. I want you to see that there's now strength. There's now life. Let's go back. Let's go back. Wherever the word is, there is now life. Life now. <laughs> Wherever the word is, there is now what? Strength. Wherever the word is, there is now what? Turn around. There's now turnaround. So it doesn't matter where you are. If the word is in prison with you, then it can be shaken, broken, and you can be broken out. Yeah. Wherever the word is, there's now turnaround. I don't got to wait for it to come. Yes, sir. Wherever the word is, there's now backup. There's now backup. The angel armies is always, see, but you got to be aware that the Lord is with you. You got to be aware that there's a, uh, the Lord, a host is with you. You got to be aware that there's a cloud of witnesses. You got to be aware that you have angels assigned to your life. No purpose from God comes without the security and backup of angelic support. Man, you better get acquainted with your backup, man. I'm telling you. The world got backup. Countries have backup. They're called armies. They have different levels of backup. They have task force. They have just regular street cops. They have investigators. They have judge I mean, man they got SWAT teams they, this is all backup to keep to govern we're a government we're a kingdom so you don't think there's so where do you fall in that place wherever the word is there's now power there's now power. I don't care what situation you're in. There's a now power. There's wherever the word is, there is now wisdom. That, that you are never in a situation that God is stuck. You might be stuck, but guess who ain't? God. <laughs> Sometimes you got to just, I put that on God. God, you're going to have to help me out of this because I don't have no answers. But here you go. If you're the kind of person that always got to have answers, you, you, you might just miss out on the answer with your smart self. So intelligent, God can't even help you. Amen. You know, God wants to use your intelligent brain. 
He wants to use it. He wants to use your intellectualism. He wants to use your desire to do research. Amen. He, what he wants, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Or you just going to be full of information. You just research all the time. Just don't have no purpose. Just want to know. <laughs> you just intellectually nosy. That's what you are. First Peter 5. Be well balanced. Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant, vigilant and cautious at what? All times. You can't be cautious at all times and be worried at all times. Some folks in here drunk on worry, drunk, drunk on anxiety, drunk on nosy, drunk on information, drunk on YouTube, drunk on social media. A problem hits you, you're done. Well balanced, vigilant, cautious. You ready for this? Not suspicious. Cautious, not suspicious. Watchful. More than curious, watchful. Nosy fo- a nosy spiritual person just be like, I'm just discerning. I'm just discerning the spirit. I'm trying the spirit right now. <laughs> no, you're not. For that enemy of yours, the devil roams around like a lion roaring in, in, in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon. Understand it said it didn't go around biting. It's going around intimidating you. He's looking for someone to faint, give up. These two words are very important. Withstand him. Say fight back. Come on, say fight back. Withstand him. I said it this morning, not withrun him. Withstand. We we need a generation, man. I I need young men that know how to stand. Right? We don't need jock. We don't need, we don't need flex. We don't, man, we need men that know how to stand for something. We're responsible for the village. King, withstand him. Be firm in faith. Don't be moved. Nothing should move your faith. Man, me and my wife, sometimes me and my wife, man, man, I've had to learn. You ready? Here, here go marriage tip. Man, you're called to lead your family. Your wife is too, but ultimately you will be held accountable. Right? And sometimes wifey may have a thought of how it should go. The Lord's convicting you on how it should go. Do you have enough faith to trust God running the risk of disappointing your wife. She might compile evidence of why y'all shouldn't do it or she, she might be right. But God might just be God. I'm telling you it's important because as God is establishing purpose between you guys, he'll tell her something and he'll tell you something. conflict 
at times, but not conflict in the way he's alive. Like, hey, go tell, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And then it says he hardened Pharaoh's heart. He's training you. Right? The Lord knows that the Starbucks uh, uh, cash, cashier is not going to really receive what you about to say, but the Lord going to tell you to say, tell her I love her. Knowing she ain't going to receive it. But it's not about her receiving it. It's about you obeying. Firm in your faith. It doesn't matter what door don't open and it doesn't matter what door opens. Firm in your faith. It don't matter if it takes 10 years for it to come. If God said it, it will happen. Say firm. Against his onset. Here it is. Here it is, fellas. Here it is, ladies. You have to learn how to fight the necessary rounds. I'm going to give you a key. The enemy can never outlast you. (laughs) He can never outlast you. He can never outlast a child of God that's standing firm on the word. The word is resilient. It never. So if I'm standing on the word, the enemy has to back down at some point. He tried Jesus three times and every time Jesus says, for it is what? Written. That's fighting. He didn't say for it is feelings. For it is written. I don't have no strength. I've been fasting for 40 days. All I know right now that will work. All I know that is not tired is the word of God. You're tired, but the word is not. The word is always fully loaded. (laughs) It says, immovable. I shall not be moved. Knowing. That's what the one thing I love watching. I grew up in church four days a week. Hallelujah. And as much as a young person may may be upset that their parents bring them to a good church. See, I I, I wouldn't drag my my kids to a dead church. They'll run away from Jesus as soon as they get out of college. No, no, no. But I know the Lord is here. I know joy is here. I know swag is here. I know it's it's like young people need some of that carnal stuff. I'm not talking about compromising. One thing that I remember is the resilience of the saints. The, the, the grandmama that didn't chase her crackhead son, which was my uncle, who's been free. She stayed on her knees. She didn't stop tithing because times was hard. She didn't stop going to church because she had to get on the bus and her car broke down. This generation, if they don't got a ride... If you move to church 15 minutes west, north, south, east, it's too far. You old bougie, lost, broke down. You got Oswald out here. He, do you know how long it takes to put on that suit and tie that knot? 
issue shining. And he catches Sky Train here. Sky Train in here hour early. You show up like in, in that? It took that long to get put that on? You late wearing that? What? You should have picked Oswald up. Amen. <laughs> oh my God. Come on, I'm talking about fight. Say fight back. We need energy. We got to understand Joshua was down there with the knife. Ah, ah, and Moses was up there praying. It's not Oswald's job to save the city. We need Oswald interceding, and we need y'all youngsters in the marketplace with the knife cutting. talking about we got elders setting up chairs and y'all young just yoked up just all around here fellowshipping <laughs> thighs busting out your pants fellowshipping well you all strong to fellowship you don't need no muscle to fellowship <laughs> Jesus help say Jesus help us please I don't know what song that is, but I'm sure it got something to do with what I was saying. Amen. I feel it in the spirit. Knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood. Listen, you ain't the only one going through something. That's why we need to come together. All our jacked up lives come together once or twice a week and put our faith together and we go out. Right? You know, you watch Kobe Bryant when he was playing or, or any, any person that like they broke a finger and he taped them next to the, the, the well finger. You just want to walk around just hanging broken, just hanging around. Get your butt around a strong finger. my God, you like, nah, I'm cool. I don't want to go there. Okay, so you just want to do this all your life. Get taped up. Say get taped up. up. <laughs> we stand him. And after you suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts all blessing and favor, who has called you to his own eternal glory. He's called you to glory. So after a while, say after a while. What you're going through has an end date. You got an end date. You coming out of that thing.
Okay. See, I know people come to here for the first time and be like, what is going on here? Freedom, amen. Amen. Non-scripted. Amen. Just break. That's why the Lord sends all this beautiful talent and I got, I'm just blessed to lead it and got to know what to do with it. You know how frustrated they would be if we didn't have like these spontaneous moments. They just had to play the song how it was on Spotify and just... Amen. Amen. Okay. 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 Bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. He says, will himself, say himself. Himself is committed to complete and make you what you ought to be. He's using, he's working all things together. You got to hear this. He's committed to working it all out to make you what you ought to be. Sometimes you can stay in a season way too long. Because you're trying to make him make you what you want to ought to be. I know that's wrong, but whatever. Right? It's as jacked up as you're thinking when you're trying to listen to the Lord, how that sounded right there. Will himself complete and make you what you ought to be? Look, he's committed to establish and ground you securely. He's committed to strengthen you, and he's committed to settle you down. You ever got them little freaked out people? In your life, you share some information with, oh my God, what happened all the day? Why you come on, Pastor? Don't tell me that right now. <laughs> you might be sitting to somebody who's always on the edge. Hey, mental illness is through the roof. And don't think because you ain't on medication, you ain't got no issues. If I didn't know Jesus, I tell some of y'all we need to figure out which and which which medication you need. <laughs> Calm down. Let me tell you, some of you would have been and lost your mind if you hadn't been taking these pills of praise for the last two years. I know some of you. I know. Yeah, yeah. You would have lost. You for sure would have lost your mind. Amen. Troy, you would have. Amen. You would have lost your mind. Amen. I would have lost my mind. You would have, man. That's a song. I would have lost my mind. Amen. I would have lost my mind. I would have lost my mind. Yeah, I would have lost my mind. I would have lost my. Stop. I wanna rock right now. I'm Rob Bass and I came to get down. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. You know what's crazy is we're getting word right now too. You laughing. Some of y'all have cried already. Some of y'all cry as soon as you walk in here. Amen. Because <clears throat> the Lord is here. Amen. We'll just say that. The Lord is here. Amen. Be firm in the faith. I read that already. Amen. Victory is the children's bread. <laughs> is the children's <coughs> bread. Ephesians 6 tells us to stand victorious. It didn't say stand for victory. It says stand from victory. Stand in a posture of victory. I'm not fighting for victory. I'm fighting from victory. Right? That's my posture. I am victorious. Even if I'm behind, I don't give up. I don't stop competing. 
That's what we need more of is saints that know how to compete. Some of the strongest people in the world off nil is people that grew up playing sports. And you meet folks that don't play sports when they get in a little jam, you don't know how to jam back. Folks that been around coaching, they know how to take accountability. Folks that ain't never been coached, you try to tell them something, they're like, excuse me. <laughs> Sports are great for life. You taught not how to give up, you taught how to not give up, how to fight under pressure. How to get along with your teammates if you're going to win. Right? You get a good coach, he calling both y'all in the locker room. Now sit down. Now what'd you tell me Terrence said? That's how we lead sometimes. You're not going to come to me telling me about somebody. Guess what I'm going to do? Hold up, I got to go to the restroom. Hey man, I got to go to the restroom. Uh, excuse me. Hey, can you come to the office real quick? I got a blessing to give you. Hey Amen. And you walk in and be like, oh, excuse me, okay. You and Arthur got a problem, huh? I remember one time when we did, remember, remember, remember uh, whatever their name was back in the day. I called a meeting. I called everybody in the meeting, not here, back home. And they was just talking and gossiping and man, I called all the leaders in. And I said, today we're going to get to the end of this. Now, what did you say in the pier about, what'd you say? No, you told me she did this, and then remember, you told me he did this. What did y'all say? And then it all came out in the open. And he was like, that's why I don't like your little stank. They went off on each other at the altar, at the altar. That's the best place to handle it. That's the best. Guess what we was doing? We was fighting. See, that's what we don't like to do. We like to just leave. I'm not going to this church no more. No, uh-uh. I'm not going. Nobody taught you how to fight. They just taught you how to membership. And then, and then you jump ship. Amen, amen, hallelujah, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, stay focused, Pastor T. Stay focused, Pastor T. Amen. Hold your posture under pressure. Hold your posture under pressure. Hold your posture under pressure. You may lose a position, but don't compromise your posture. With too much weight on you, the bad posture will throw your back out. Where the, where the buff guy go? Where the buff? No, there you go. Amen. Amen. ready learn to carry his presence and his presence will carry your pressure we were created to carry presence not pressure he died to carry your pressure doesn't mean you are out of carrying but his yoke is he, he's yoked up with you so you're at bare minimum, your pressure is half as heavy. You just got to trust him to do his part. He trusts you to do yours. His presence is undefeated. 
greatness, this is where we kind of left. This has been good. This is going to mess you up. Greatness has always been a flight risk. I'm going to help you out here real quick. I'm going to help you out real quick. This is one of them things you're like, okay, that sounds good. Talk to me, pastor. Greatness has always been a flight risk. David, in his victory, still hiding. Elijah just wins and go hides and runs from Jezebel. Peter is under pressure and runs. And some of you guys are running simply because the call on your greatness. Jonah, prophet, messenger, running from greatness. And a lot of stuff that some of you are distracted with is helping you avoid your greatness. I'm talking about the greatness that's connected to the graceness on your life. The grace gift on your life. Let's look at this really quick. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had slain. I feel like coming down here on this one. Nice shoes right there, buddy. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and how he had slain all the prophets of Baal with the sword. Ahab told Jezebel. Jezebel had runners. Ahab told Jezebel about Elijah's greatness. I'll read this for you. There's already been rumors out about your victories. I'm trying to help somebody right now. What are you avoiding, starting, or stopping, cutting, or adding, binding, or loosing? I want you to see this. Go back. Ahab told Jezebel about Elijah's victories. Elijah runs hiding from Jezebel. The enemy is way more aware of some of your victories than you are aware. So the demonic entities are spreading the word about your greatness. So they're, 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 they're strategizing on how to keep you from your greatness. So the fear of dying and the fear of being caught sends Elijah at, I want you to see he runs after vict, after a victory I need you to pause and stop focusing on your future and take a glimpse of how many battles you've already won no 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 take 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 a serious moment of the moments where you thought you was not going to make it that morning you didn't feel like getting up and doing whatever. That job you thought you didn't qualify for. That, 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 that loss that you thought you'll never bounce back from. That breakup, that heartbreak, whatever. I want you to really think. I want you to understand. Every single victory, large or small, hell took note. You forgot God brought you through. But hell can't afford to forget the trophies you're stacking up. Because I'm in Christ, I can't stop winning. 
But where I begin to lose momentum is when I lose track of his goodness. I want you to see this. There's been rumors out about you. And you're wondering why in this season, it's, you thought you made it out of one thing and now it's another. I want you to know, sometimes you don't even know when you've been promoted. Sometimes you don't even know when there's been an increase on your anointing. I've learned how to pay attention to when God increases my anointing on my life. When God says in this season, you're, you're going to focus in this apostolic vein, but you, this season is a prophetic anointing coming on your life. This season, I need you to be more evangelical. I, I learn how to identify when God is pouring either different graces or increase anointing in a, in a space of grace some of us just floating around we just floating around and you're not aware that there has been an increase on your anointing anybody ever look in that bank account and you like well, where this come uh. let me take that out right now let me take that out right now amen we go withdraw that I don't know where that surprise money came from I receive it this week. Amen. Amen. <laughs> listen, listen. The same thing with your strength. Some of you are focused on how weak you was last week. You don't realize yesterday there was a deposit. It just as quick as you go get that money, you better pull that strength out. You got to try it out. You got to try it out. He says, for, for, first, first Kings, it goes forward. And I'm going to rush past this because I don't want to go too much longer. I want to get a couple new slides in here. But the word came to the Lord and he said, what are you doing here? What are you doing in this cave? I'm talking to somebody. What are you doing in this mindset still? What are you doing still thinking you're not good enough? What are you still doing sabotaging? What are you doing here sabotaging the opportunity knocking? Now you got to discern what I'm saying. I'm talking to a whole, don't be like, oh my God, that phone call yesterday, I was supposed to take it. No, that's not what I said. There's many people in here. You need to take the word and divide it and understand what God's saying to you. But what are you doing here? And you're waiting for the thorn to be removed. And the Lord is here to help you not adjust for the thorn, but adjust with the thorn. I gave, I gave the example, Troy, this morning. It's like no Olympian trains with game day circumstances, they train harder. They put more obstacles in front. You practice as a running back busting through a line. When you're alignment, you boom, right? They, they hitting these cushions. When you're working on your jump shot, there's, there's tools out there to put in front of you so you can shoot higher. And what we want is we want God to remove the obstacle and that's breakthrough. What if I told you breakthrough was you learn how to still move with the thorn? Whatever is going on with your life, 
Whatever's going on in your life, whatever's attack, whatever is going on, you still learn how to praise. You still learn how to write the vision. You still learn how to start the business. You still learn how to love. You still learn how to give. You don't stop being who he called you to be. You don't move off of what he said about you. Too many times we just want God to take it away. Instead of learning how to adjust for a season that I got to walk around with this weight on me. I got to walk around with this thorn because God is getting some glory out of where I'm at. And the glory is not in him taking it away. The glory is more in your mindset with it on. Because it's more people that got to walk around with trauma that will never be free that need to see an example of how to live victoriously with trauma. Jesus showed you how to carry the cross. Well, he showed you take this away, God, but nevertheless. Nevertheless, but all the more, I'll take, he found joy in the cross because he focused on the greater good. Here you go. Be careful. Didn't tell you what you're going through. God put it on you. Because <laughs> that's where the weak minded will go. Well, God put this on me. God cursed me. God did this to me. No, he didn't. He's using it. He let the enemy have his way with Peter and he said, I'm praying that your faith don't fail. And when you come out of this, go back and save your brothers. He didn't take Peter out. He just joined him with his faith. And he promised he'll come out. But until then, what about Job? Yeah, go ahead. You can have him. Just don't touch his life. We want God to just take us away from it completely instead of learning how to war with it. God is doing something massive in this secret place you're in. But he's saying it's time for you to come to the front of your cave because you're coming out. You're looking, you've been looking for the king's tide while ignoring the king's hive. What I mean by this is there are some explosive things you want everybody to see how big your God is, but you're not willing to allow him to produce some things in the secret place. Everybody want the honey, but they don't want the stink. Hey, Malachi, buddy, won't you come and have a seat? Church almost over, buddy. You keep getting up and out. You and your buddy keep walking around. Hey, man, y'all selling dope out there or something? What you doing? What you doing? Uber Eats or something out there? What's going on? Amen. Amen. Our streaming audience, I'm still a father while we live. Amen. 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 Kids think, oh, yo, he preaching. He in his he in his secret place right now. No, I ain't, I ain't that gone in the heavens. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Love you, son. Love you. Stay focused on the king and his kingdom. His victory is only found in his kingdom. 
I'll end with this Jonah guy. But Jonah rose up to flee to Tarshish. Sheesh. I know that's what y'all was thinking, amen. <laughs> Jonah rose up to flee to sheesh, amen. From being in the presence of the Lord as his prophet. And he went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish, the most remote of the Phoenician trading places then known. I'm going to go from here and I'm going to give you seven, I think it's seven quick essentials that you need for victory in this season. I got to get them to you. So he paid the appointed fare. Hallelujah. Jonah, let me, let me tell you, running costs. There's a fair for fleeing. Write it down, take a picture, put your voice memo on. I'll say it again for you. There is a fair for fleeing. This boy rose up out of God's presence, got direction, and paid a fair to go the other way. And went down into the ship to go with them to the right. Sheesh, amen. From being in the presence of the Lord as his servant and minister. But the Lord sent out a great wind upon the sea. Or in other words, the Lord allowed and there was a violent tempest on the sea so that the ship was about to be broken. Your means of transportation away from the Lord's will. About to be broken. The money about to be spent. The relationship about to end or go, go crazy. Then the mariners were afraid. And each man cried to his God. And, and they cast the goods they were in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. Jonah had gone down into the inner part of the ship and had lain down. This brother sleep in rebellion. Hey, this is dangerous when you get comfortable going the other way. Hey, hey, here's the equivalent. The Lord caused a storm to come. In other words, I came to church on Sunday and my life I've been going the other way and the word of God came like a storm. And shook up my life and the Lord said hey 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 I've been called you ain't changed my mind about you but Jonah had gone down and got comfortable going the wrong way he said but Jonah his brother went to sleep look fight off the sleep of disobedience Some of you are being lulled to sleep in your defiance, right? The Lord's been calling you to peace. 
He's been called. Don't make God's purpose for you about a career. God's purpose is transferable. If you get a job at the taco shop while you're waiting on being a rapper, if you're an engineer, if you're a CEO, the purpose is not the career. God's purpose goes to Whole Foods with you. It's at the bus stop with you. His purpose is not bound in the career. Don't get career and purpose tied together. So, you, so if, you, if you got a job you want to go work, go work. Just go to work. Just take purpose. Just go to work. I ain't heard the Lord. I've been praying about which job to take. Rock, paper, just work. Pick one. Just go to work. Just go to work. Sometimes all God is asking you to do is get in the ring. He ain't even asking you to fight per se. Some of y'all fighting just to get in the ring. And then Jonah, tell us we pray you. They said, on whose account has this evil come upon us? Who is, why is all this popping off like this? Because I was kind of cool before you came. Right, some of y'all bringing all kind of warfare to your unsaved friends' lives. And you calling them evil. You calling them sinful. They actually obedient to the, to the devil. They doing what they supposed to do. The storm ain't because of they sin. It's because of your defiance. What is your occupation? Where did you come from? And what is your country and nationality? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I reverently fear and worship the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, what is this that you have done? For the men knew that he fled from being in the presence of the Lord as his prophet and servant because he had told them. Listen, obedience is a part of staying in God's presence. Presence, being in his presence goes beyond keeping a, a, a piano and a pad on in your Spotify. I know you holy, you just keep worship music on everywhere you go. That's not necessarily being in his presence. That's just listening to worship music. <laughs> Some of y'all didn't curse somebody out with worship music on. Amen. I see y'all looking around. This is like, oh my God, girl, I'm so sorry. I repent. <laughs> then they said to him, what shall we do to you? That the sea may subside and be calm for us, for the sea became more and more violently tempest. And Jonah said to them, take me up and cast me into the sea. And we know the story. I want to stay here. I want to jump to these thoughts real quick. At the end, I want you to see in verse 13, he said, Nevertheless, the men rode hard to bring the ship to the land, but they could not, for the sea got more violent. Your turbulence ain't going to go away as long as you keep going that way. I want you to see this. No matter how hard you paddle, this season and assignment 
requires specific and strict obedience. You can paddle all day long. This is a dangerous season just to stay afloat. No one, and I mean no one, is so important that they can take your joy. Because if you don't have joy, you can't hear clear. If you don't have peace, you can't hear clear. The king's tide requires the king's ride. As he came, as he came to get Lazarus, he's coming to get you. There's nothing to avoid when you let him fill your voids. Fears cannot be tolerated. They must be dominated. Pull your phones out and I'm going to give you these eight and we're going to close. So I want you to read this week, 2 Kings 6, 15, 16, 17. I should tell his servant, Lord, please open my servant's eyes so he could see that there's more for us. I don't care what the world is doing. I don't care what Trudeau doing. I don't care what the government doing. I don't care what Putin's doing. I don't care what, not I don't care. What I'm telling you is ain't that much going on that we will be taken out. There's more for us than there are against us. I'll read you these essentials, and I want to feel, feel like I am supposed to pray Psalm 91 over you. Write this down. You owe yourself to fight for yourself. still no more essentials it's very important I'm glad you got the sweatshirt <laughs> amen essentials number one in this season for victory it is essential that you have God given vision waste your time no more wandering vision Proverbs 29 and 18 says where there is no vision no redemptive revelation of God the people perish but he who keeps the law in other words vision has to become law vision must become law vision must become law essential number two Number one is what? Vision. Number two is vocalization. In this season, you have to be more vocal than you have before. Listen, Revelations 12 says, and they overcame by means of the blood of the lamb and by the utterance of their testimony. 
more than ever, you have to get the goodness of God on your mouth. This is why Wednesday is important. You have to understand the power of God's word on your tongue. So number one is vision. Number two, you have to be more vocal about the goodness of God. And I would dare you to steward how much negativity comes out of your mouth versus how much goodness comes out of your mouth. Practice goodness, wholesome words, life-giving words. Spend less time communicating and listening to negativity. Okay? Your current mountains must be contested by the vocalization of your established victories and the force of your current faith, no matter the measure, your relentless growing love and the unity of your divine tribe. This is super important. This is not the season to be church hopping and independent. I'm trying to help somebody. This is the season where you need to find your divine tribe, get rooted there, and be a part of the culture and what God is doing. It's a ride to the next season, even if that's till Jesus come back. But this is not the season to be floating around. The devil is a lie. There ain't no good churches. This is, look, look, every church got some challenges. And don't just pick a church because it's close to your house. Number one is vision. Number two is vocalization. Number three is village. Very important that you stick with the village. Now, this is not a word from the Lord. If you try to decide if you should stay at village church. <laughs> I didn't, that, that's not what the Lord is saying. The Lord is saying, find your village. <laughs> Amen. Find your village and get rooted there right get, give that church a church a chance okay it is very important to move in this season with your tribe look me and my wife can't just do life alone we need a church home we ain't enough so just cause you church hopping with your spouse don't mean you you get what I'm saying sometimes you can have friends church hopping no 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 you do not give yourself too much time to adopt contrary doctrine it is not God's plan you float around for a long time okay I don't know who in here these slides been made okay amen Write down Psalm 133, read it in your own time about the together in unity. The company we keep is a matter of life or death. This is not the season to hang around life training people too much. I understand you got some people you just got to be around. Family is better, like you just, amen, amen. What you gonna do, just okay, amen. But you got to learn how in those situations, listen, 
even when you have divine drainers. The ones God connects you with and you just gotta, you still need boundaries, not walls, boundaries. Jesus drew a boundary between the Pharisees and the woman. He said, look, you could throw the stone all you want to. If he put up a wall, they couldn't throw it. But he put up a boundary and the boundary was if you haven't sinned, then you can cross this line. They all tossed their stones and didn't cross the boundary because over there was love. Set boundaries with people you have to deal, exist with. And don't just tolerate them. Find a way to love the thorn. Number four. In this season, be intentional about your vigilance. Proverbs says, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance. And above all that you guard, for out of it flows the springs of life. Guard your heart like crazy. Don't just give it to anybody because they're telling you what you want to hear. Guard your heart. I don't care what their credentials are. Again, he didn't say put up walls around your heart. Just boundaries. You know what God is saying you need in your life right now. Do not compromise that. And lastly, in that scripture, it says put away. I highlighted, highlighted contrary talk. Put away conversations that are contrary to what God has said. With everything you got, guard your gates. Number five, this is a season where you need to be vivacious. Oh, vivacious, vivacious. What do I mean by that? Philippians 4 says, rejoice. Right? What did it say? Rejoice again. And then James 5 says, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of the righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Right? This is a season where you need to be your most vibrant your most joyful, your most celebratory. I don't need a birthday to come. I don't need New Year's to come. I don't need Easter to come. I'm going to create reasons to celebrate. I'm going to create reasons to celebrate. Right? Celebrate each other. What'd you say, sweetie? What'd you say? Amen. She over there talking about me. Amen. She's like, yeah, brother, you know how to celebrate. I celebrate you all the time. Amen. Find something to celebrate about. Tonight, be intentional and celebrate something or someone. Okay? Listen, and do not expect them to appreciate it. Stop letting people, this for somebody, stop letting people steal your joy because they don't respond to your giving. That's a hard one when you're married because you always want the response. Man, I love you. And she's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Then I feel like a little chump. I'm like, you're not going to say it back. You're not going to say it back. <laughs> and you know when they be like, Why, what you want me to say? <laughs> she don't talk to me like that, amen. A 
life alive that exercises expressive life-giving passion will always be extremely difficult to take out. A lifestyle of gratitude is very hard to take out. Joy is a weapon. The goal isn't merely to stay up, but it's to stay in. I might get knocked down, but I'm not going to get taken out. I'm going to stay in the ring, man. Number five. Be victorious. That's number six. Amen. Y'all smart. I'm going to say it's number five or whatever. Amen. Siri corrected that. Amen. I just downloaded it. She says, for whatever is born of God, whatever. When I was born, I was born victorious. Who, who has stolen, John, who has stolen our victory? Whatever is born of God is victorious. Listen, over the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world. The posture of victory is the victory that conquers the world. Even our faith. And who is it that is victorious over that conquers the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God, who adheres to trust in and relies on that fact. We will love quest, pursue, overtake, and recover all without fail. For we fight from victory. We are the victorious people of this land. We are the victorious people of this land. I say it again. We are the victorious people of this land. We are the victorious victorious people of this land. We are the victorious people of this land. We are the victorious. I am victorious, right? Just take a moment and speak life over yourself. Speak victory over yourself. What has God said about you? Speak it over yourself. Speak it over yourself. I am victorious. I am a winner in the name of Jesus. What have you written down tonight? Write it. Speak it now in the name of Jesus. Victory is my portion in Jesus' name. Healing is mine. Wholeness is mine. Joy is mine. Peace is mine. No one can steal what God has already done for me. The enemy is under my feet. Do I got any other courageous people? Open your mouth. Jesus name I love how the Bible says the lion roars so if the lion uses his voice shouldn't you use yours okay he uses the voice God gave the lion a roar he gave you his words I do believe if the lion got the word like you got the word I'm sure he would roar the word so guess how you roar when you open your mouth and speak the word you better learn how to roar back in Jesus name lift your hands right where you are father in the name of Jesus I'm not praying for y'all y'all pray for me amen 
open your mouth and pray. If the Lord has deposited anything in you tonight, put it in the atmosphere. Thank him for it. If you got any revelation tonight, begin to make it come alive. The Bible says it's a two-mouth sword, what God says. And then you give it your mouth and what you say that God says. Go ahead and cut through the atmosphere. If he gave you a word about your family, put it in the atmosphere. Speak it. Speak it on earth as it is in heaven. If he gave you a word about your finances, speak it. If he gave you a word about your family, your health, speak it. Fight back. Thank you, Jesus. Just take a moment. Fight back. Vocalize. Vocalize. Say, I'm here, and I'm not going nowhere. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give God a hand. Amen. Take a seat real quick. I just want to give you a couple of, a couple of announcements. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's sermon. We pray you were challenged and encouraged. You heard the man. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms to know what we got going on. That's at LoveQuest INTL Church on all platforms. But you know what it is. Till next time, get your love fixed, man.